0: Everybody, I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul. Ooh, what are we talking about today,
1: Elise?
0: Today's topic is handling microaggressions. That is not a compliment, Karen.
1: Mmm, microaggressions. You know what? This is a buzzword that I have become very very familiar with in the most recent years i didn't know what a microaggression was yeah prior to my adult life i don't know if it's a new word that just started or whatever or maybe because i'm understanding exactly the true definition yeah as a black woman working in corporate america
0: yes i i agree with that i was the same way like i didn't really know what a microaggression was um but let's go ahead and define it. Yes, please. Let's get into this topic. And
1: let me know how to handle them because I don't know if I do it the correct way, but guess why I do it the Isha Bell way? And that seems right to me. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. So,
0: you know, maybe you've heard these things. You should wear your hair straight all the time. Mm. Or, no, but where are you really from?
1: Oh, yeah. Or,
0: wow, you speak so well.
1: Now, you know I've never heard that before. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it. most of us have, but no, I've never heard that before.
0: Or, um, but you're not like them, though. No, I have yet
1: to hear that.
0: Hmm. Cause they think I am like
1: <laughs> and that's okay. Cause I am myself no matter where I go. So that's fine with me. So right. no, I have never heard that one before, but I have heard of things about uh, comments about my hair.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, one that we might all be hearing right now to the response to uh, black lives matter. Well, all lives matter.
1: Mm, no, I don't think anybody that I have ever worked with or most, importantly the ones i currently work with have that much courage to say that to me
0: yeah yeah i don't i don't think so for me either Mm -hmm. but uh the amount of times i have seen it now in social media and on the news and on everywhere else um we have all been aware of at least that microaggression. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Say what you want on social media, but don't say what you want in my um, presence because then it's going to be a problem. More than likely it's going to be yours. More than likely HR is going to be involved. More than likely. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? But (laughs) believe me, when I say play your power perfectly, I live by it.
0: Absolutely. So if you have, or if you have not uh, heard any of these, they almost sound harmless sometimes, but there's something about their delivery that makes you, like, raise an eyebrow. You get the people's eyebrow, mm-hmm. you know? And these are examples of microaggressions. No matter who you are, where you work, or what your position, you probably deal with microaggressions on a daily basis. You might have blocked them out at some point and just was like, eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but eventually they tend to seep into your subconscious yes. and start to, to play with your mind and your emotions. So what are microaggressions? Microaggressions are intentional or unintentional actions or statements with negative undertones directed at a minority group member. They are often subtle in nature, which can lead to one of at least three things. Uh, number one, you dismiss it as nothing. Number two, you question your level of sensitivity. And number three, you wind up feeling emotionally exhausted and mentally mm-hmm. fatigued at the end of the day.
1: Which Ooh, I know that me, tired. I know. I've been there, done that. Uh, it's a different type of tire. It's a it's different not like type of tire. a workout tire. No. It's not a, well, I put in some overtime tire. Mm-mm. It's just, it's slight like depressive tire. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, one of the issues with these microaggressions is basically in the name micro while they can be deemed as small and insignificant accidents by the ones who say them these many mental emotional attacks eventually take a toll on the receiver mm-hmm. so uh we just we hope that kind of clarifies cuz i know other than feeling some type of way when you hear them sometimes we don't always know exactly what these things are
1: yeah yeah and i feel like with the term microaggressions maybe i never heard it before as you know growing up because it is something that has been defined now yeah in our present day but it is type it's the type of uh aggression that you're like should i be upset or did they say this because right. they wanted to say it or they said it because i'm black or mm-hmm. did they choose to Mention this. Will they say that to Karen? Will they mention that to Jeff? Maybe I'm just being too overly sensitive. Right, you exactly. know, like, you have to do this checklist.
0: Yeah. From just
1: a good morning.
0: Yeah, yep. Was there an inflection on the end? Like, mm-hmm. did they, were they really sincere about this good morning? They trying to set me up to have a conversation or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. From just a good morning. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about getting into this episode because I want to learn from it and yeah. just, Bring in some of my past experiences to find out whether or not I responded in the way that I should have, or maybe it was one of one <laughs> <a laughs> over my head. And right. then after while i like, oh, hell no, this exactly. really just- <laughs> is Oh, <gasps> yes. You know what that mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but before we get into those stats, let's get into this commercial. Okay.
0: All right, so we know a full-time black woman is everything to everybody. I mean, who are
1: you telling? Look, if we take off a day, a minute, I'm sorry, a second, the whole world will implode. I know, that's right. And I like that melody too.
0: So why not? (laughs) Reclaim some of your time. Practice a little self-care. Check that one last thing off your list and use Instacart. Yeah,
1: Instacart allows you to get the products that you love from your local stores. And guess what? You have shoppers who hand-select it for you so delicately nicely. And it's based off
0: of your preferences. And the wonderful part is it's delivered straight to your door. So you don't even have to worry about leaving the house. You can stay comfortable and relax. sipping little wine and watch the groceries. Come on in.
1: Oh, the groceries. But I hope you get some cookie cakes and pies too. Every once in a while you want to have a little sweet tooth. Why not? Treat yourself. But you also want to treat yourself by clicking on that link. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. When you click on this link, you will get free delivery on your first order over $35.
0: And it's amazing because they find everything you usually buy and give you smart suggestions to try new stuff too. You might like that white wine, but maybe you want to try a little red. They got suggestions for you. And on top of that, they pick the freshest produce and they keep your eggs safe too.
1: Yeah, but if you want to keep your coins safe, make sure you click on that link. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart. Forward slash. And it's only $35. Like, last time I checked, that's one and a half avocados. Basically, basically. <laughs> $35, free delivery of your first order. Boom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so make sure you click on the link, fulltimeblackwoman.com, forward slash, Instacart, forward slash, to let them know that we sent you, and also to qualify your for your free delivery on your first order over $35.
1: Yes, come on, ladies. Go ahead. Check it out. Click off that link. Click, click. Click, click. <laughs> okay. So, Elise, you ready to get into this microaggression? Absolutely. All right. So, let's start with those stats for that ass. Stats for that ass. Hey, we freaking do hey, hey, with you. some stats for that
0: ass.
1: Okay. So, least 64% of women say they regularly experience microaggressions in the office, according to the Woman in the Workplace 2018 study. Mm. Now, 42% of black women feel the need to provide more evidence of their competence in comparison to others, where only 16% of men share the same sentiments.
0: Whoa.
1: So what does that say to you?
0: That basically says to me that I am constantly under attack Mm -hmm. and that I am constantly feeling like I have to prove myself all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. So I can't just be good. I have to be excellent all the time.
1: And it's just, once again, I have to say it comes along with just that extra added weight Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that you're just not sure am I just being a bitch yeah (laughs) Yeah. or did he really come to check and see how I'm doing right you know or was he really trying to help me get my message across in that meeting or was he trying to hijack my idea to get some credit yeah so yeah Y'all don't understand uh-huh. what we gotta do. when it comes down to this stuff and yes. everything else, Sharonda? Sharonda? Oh, I ain't seen you in a while, girl. So we've been working from home because of the pandemic. Um, I mean, it's cool. I'm back and stuff, but I, I be feeling microaggressions through email too. Do you feel like that sometimes?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. I am. When I read things, I don't read them just like. Well, this is. Going to be on the agenda today. Like, I read it with a voice and a tone in my head. Mm-hmm. So, if I hear a certain tone in these words, like, well, you need to do such and such and such, then I'm all of a sudden, like, I'm on alert. Like,
1: I totally understand because I have. I feel as if work for home has been my safe space from these microaggressions, but yeah. somehow they just still seep through, even if it's a Zoom call yeah. or a team meeting call or something like that. I feel like I still have to have my guard up in that environment, and I'm not in the environment. Yep, I
0: feel you, Sharonda. I
1: feel you too, Sharonda, because <laughs> every once in a while, you just got to unplug it. That means sometimes from the email.
0: Um, well, I think that you guys are just being sensitive. Here she comes. I just— I d- Not everybody is out to attack you, okay? I am not racist or anything like that, okay? So I don't know what you guys are even talking about. Exactly.
1: You don't, so stop talking. You know what, Sharonda? Don't waste your time and energy on trying to check Karen because right. you can never check a Karen. Because Karens can't be checked. Woo. Okay, it's very up to very well up to them when they are ready mm-hmm. to make some type of change. But don't yes. use your black girl magic or anything else, girl. Don't even use a sprinkle on that. Not right. a sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Don't right. even sprinkle on that one. But let's go ahead and find out how we can fight or how to handle these microaggressions.
0: Okay, so the first step in uh, how to fight microaggressions. Consult your, am I crazy, tester, Mm. okay? So there are times where microaggressions may not be as obvious as, you know, what you might be used to hearing or seeing. And so at that point, you would want to just check in with a friend. Check Mm -hmm. in with the person that you are close to that understands your perspective and and, uh, you can explain the situation and let them know, you know, how you're feeling and see, is this... This, is this a moment where I need to be on alert or mm-hmm. is that or am I just, you being know, the extra. extra? You know? <laughs> do I need to be a Karen checker
1: today? Exactly. Exactly. Do, do she need his work? Right. Honestly, <laughs> you need some work so you can get out of my right. face. But do you need some extra work? And yes. if you don't know what that means, please believe I will be fine with being your teacher. Exactly. You want some work? Yeah. Look, cause it got to be professional okay. work because if you just bring that, you know, street work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah hood work. I am about to say, you bring that <laughs> hood work to work, you're going to lose a job. So, right. no, you got to professionally give Karen that work.
0: Yes. So, oftentimes, having that second opinion like that can help you confirm your suspicions and decide whether you need to respond or maybe how you should respond. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have a few friends, you included. Yep, yep. You are my crazy picture. <laughs> <country>. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know... I feel like I'm a wild card. You cannot use me as your crazy tester. Yes, I can. Yes, because I can. And yes, I do. I feel like anything, I'm going to be in the red, that barometer <laughs> in the red, shaking it before it breaks. And you may be in the yellow before you come to me. And all of a sudden, you orange, you love a red. <laughs> and I'm like, bossa, you better go and handle that right now. Right. Because <laughs> ain't nothing that great about this morning. Mm-hmm. She said, good morning. Right. But was it like good Morning. It was like, Good morning. Those yeah. are them two, they're two different, different things. Yeah, they're two different things. Two different things. Exactly. So you got to let me know. You got to come up with the details. And when you go to your Am I Crazy Tester, look, because I have been <laughs> one since the beginning of time. Yeah. When you bring something to your Am I Crazy Tester, you have to have the details yes. of the situation. Just don't come and tell me how you feel. I care about your feelings, but <laughs> I need some facts to go along with that. Right. What was the inflection mm-hmm. when it came to those words? Yeah. What was the body language That's included in it? Yeah. Um, is there history between you two? Mm. And this is the heavy feather that decided to tip over that damn scale. Right. Or could it be you are maybe just emotional today? And I'll yep. let you know the truth, too. But you have to make sure your am I crazy tester is not a hothead because they're going to get you hot instantly. <laughs> and you also have to make sure you bring the details to them so they have the full picture, just not a snapshot. Because right. you don't want to get the wrong information. You don't want to get them into the um, situation where they feel guilty because now you done turned over Karen's desk. then <laughs> done went over and you I knocked all the shit over. Right. Okay, You went home <laughs> Karen all of a sudden off <laughs> yeah. of good morning. Exactly. <laughs> then you're going to go to yeah. HR and lose your job. So yeah. no, bring the details to your Am I Crazy tester and make sure Sure, you know your friend which ones you could go to to oh, yeah. say certain things yeah. to. So that's important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next way for you to handle microaggressions. Something I hold very near and dear to my heart. Yes. Professionally clapping back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just does something to you. Just a like, it's a ooh, wonderful ooh, thing. It's a wonderful thing. Oh, we playing today. No, don't. Oh, oh. Go worry. I did my stretches already. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I did my stretches already in the parking lot before I came
0: in here. All right. So
1: I am ready to play. I done cracked my knuckles. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yes. Ain't nobody got that on my type of t-t-t-t. I keep Vaseline in my desk. My earrings will be off at 1.1 1. 1 seconds. Exactly,
1: girl. Don't These clip do balls. it. Click, click. I come I, to work with clip-ons for a reason. Yep, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, but professionally clapping back is a tool that mm-hmm. you can definitely use when dealing with microaggressions. And if you know you've experienced a microaggression, you may decide to... Some respectfully. (laughs) I'm not checking off that mark. Please be respectful, people. You can professionally clap back and not include the respect level in there. Respect, I feel, is more so the tone, but if I'm excluding facts, do I have to add an extra little dusting on top of respect? If what I received was not respectful, there's a... there's Okay, so... Give me an example. No, come on, Liz. Yeah. Bring an bring example, please.
0: <laughs> so, you can respectfully, as far as you don't have to go calling her out her name or calling him out his name
1: type well, of thing. Well, first of all, I'm that's, not going to do that because that's professional.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'm I'm putting pro- pro- professional and respectful as they are united.
1: Okay, yeah okay. So, okay. not
0: like... Not, I'm not bowing down to That's anybody. What I I, hear oh yeah, when no, I hear, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It's just keeping keeping your character without diving into and playing in the muck with the pig who is trying to you know throw mud at you. But
1: wouldn't there become rules with a professional
0: clapback?
1: That sounds like you're trying to hold <laughs> me back from being my fool <laughs> <laughs> clapback self. Like, come on, like I feel like you. want... I'm going to clap back. No, I'm here to clap <laughs> back. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay, well, go for it. Oh, I have. I know you have. I ain't been to HR once. That's okay. all that matters. That's they probably that got matters. a foul on
0: me. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, just don't want, I just don't want nobody to get a foul. That's oh, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't yeah. want nobody
1: to get but a foul. We're all professionals. Absolutely, you know? and that's so what we matters. we know the level that we can go. Yeah. The line, oh, let me slap a toe across it, and everything else. But you don't overstep it. Yeah, that's that's all I'm trying to say. Okay, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, we can treat it as a teachable moment Mm -hmm. or calmly express how the statement or behavior impacted you. Mm -hmm. Now, when taking this approach, remember to consider the relationship you have with the offender. So, in other words, if it's your superior, 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 Mm The person who signs, the person who signs, the person who signs, that person's check. You know, yeah. the person who signs, <laughs> the person who signs your check. Yeah. Then every once in a while, you can let some things not go, yeah. but like you said, just add an extra little dusting little. on top of it. Yeah. But I don't believe you should bow down to anybody because no. we all put our pants on the same way. Yep. We all are human beings. We Mm -hmm. are all adults. Yes, hopefully. You know. Oh, yeah. You're right. Hey, corporate petty. (laughs) Yes. Class of of 20 20 petty. petty. Check out that episode if you really want to know how some work environments have been Mm -hmm. and everything else. But professionally clapping back, I would have to say gives you just it helps you stay in your ground. Yes. And it also build those boundaries of respect that you want to, how you want to be treated in this environment as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important to stick up for yourself um, because you don't want to let that type of behavior become a habit and you Mm -hmm. have to protect your mental because if you are constantly going into this space and having to deal with this, these types of microaggressions and things like that from people and you are not sticking up for yourself, then that weighs on you emotionally. Yeah, it does. Like, man, I, I really wish I had said such and such, and I really wish I would have, you know, done something. Because it, it comes down to a respect level. At the end of the day, this person, yes, this person might be ignorant. They might not understand that what they're doing is a microaggression. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's a teachable moment for you, like you was talking about, um, in order to educate this person on what they were doing and what they said and why that was the incorrect way to be uh addressing you and things mm-hmm. like that but yeah it will play on your subconscious if you let so much of this drip on you day in day out over and over without actually clapping back at some point
1: yeah but you want to make sure you as i said build those boundaries in the appropriate time yes don't wait until you done got level 10 yeah then you want to say Good morning. No, no, no. If they say something crazy out of their mouth or something like that, just, just you may even have to go take a moment to go walk. Yeah, you know to get your mind off it or to dive a little further into it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Just don't be reactive. Be proactive. Right is always the best way for us to handle things.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So another way that you can start uh, handling microaggressions, allies. Let's unite, okay? Let's Mm -hmm. unite. When the situation is a consistent occurrence, enlist the support of your allies. Um, Sometimes your voice alone is not enough. And that is very much apparent um, going on now. Yeah. Uh, Basically, we have been crying out, yelling out, screaming out for decades about the police brutality, about the uh, just discrimination. Racism, microaggressions, all of the things that we deal with day in, day out. And our voices are loud and they matter, but they haven't been heard. Mm -hmm. They haven't. They're ignored. Mm -hmm. And um, so having allies who are understanding of this cause and who agree with basic equality. Yes. (laughs) It matters because... Having that voice is a shock to the status quo. It's a shock like, oh wait, you, Karen? You, Jeff?
1: Yeah, you find look this, like me. You
0: find this offensive? Wait, I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. Like it, it puts things into question when you have the allies who actually are supportive and speak up with you speak up um, against the types of microaggressions and just enforce what unacceptable behavior that is. Yes. So it's important that allies take the time to educate themselves as well. Don't always go to your one black friend and ask them to break down every single thing for you because that's exhausting. We had to do research on things. An ally has to do research on their own too. Mm -hmm. That's their responsibility um, as well. But also take the time to educate others um, in your circles because that's how this can be changed Mm -hmm. it's important to take up that ownership too because we have been we have been down this road and talking and talking and talking but uh, it takes the, the voices of those who look like the offenders to actually sometimes bring about some type of understanding and change
1: yeah i totally totally agree with that allies are extremely important and to the allies who listen to our show
0: thank you so much for we appreciate you yeah
1: for not only listening but also spreading the message in and out of the office which is extremely important as you said at least the black lives matter the civil unrest movement right now it would not be what it is without you know, allies, Mm -hmm. because it's just a basic human right. Yeah. We're not asking to be king and queen of the country. Mm -mm. We're not asking to be billionaires tomorrow. Mm -mm. We just want to live.
0: That's it. Just
1: live without the constant fear on our minds and our souls through our bodies that we will be harmed or taken out just because of the way we look. Yes. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's it. Oh. Man, take that for a microaggression. <laughs> Oh. So <laughs> the last way that you could just, I mean, I'm sorry. So the next way that you could go ahead and figure out how to handle these microaggressions, because a lot of you are going back into the office, yes. you know, or already have been in the back in the office, yeah. even though a pandemic is still going on. Mm-hmm. What's going on with your job? If you're not essential, why do I have to be here? Right. Just go ahead and ask them. They're going to they have to answer their question. I mean, I'm not trying to start. Na- yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. It's, uh-huh. okay.
0: it's all right.
1: But handling microaggressions, and if you are working from home, as we said before, you still can read it through those emails, oh, or yeah. through those team calls and mm-hmm. Zoom calls and everything else. Document and disclose. Mm-hmm. So what we mean by document and disclose is that no one deserves to work in a hostile environment. No. You know, it is actually your employer's responsibility To make sure that you do not work in a hostile environment. Okay. Um, If microaggressions are impacting your productivity and well-being, that's going to impact their bottom line. So they want to make sure you're in a place where you are comfortable, you Mm -hmm. know. So if they don't know, you have to go ahead and document and disclose Mm -hmm. all of the offenses. And you have to make sure that the proper authorities are notified, Mm -hmm. you know. If it's your management first, and if they don't do anything, go to HR. Mm-hmm. And if it's your manager who's doing the microaggressions Absolutely. and everything, go directly to HR. Yes. You can't go ahead and tell somebody to their face that they're wrong if they're not trying to change it. Right. And I wouldn't even waste my time. Yeah. Typically, I mean, the first line of defense, as I mentioned before, would be your media supervisor. But I know people who have personally been attacked on a day-to-day basis by their management mm-hmm. because they're just... Assholes. Yeah, and they feel as if they're untouchable, and they yep. can do what they want to do, and they have your whole life in their hands because yep. they could go ahead and start a file on you and get you fired if they decide to go with mm-hmm. HR just because they don't like you as power a person. Yeah, power tripping. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. mm. <laughs> so if the offender is your supervisor, like I said, go to the next level of management. And I wouldn't even do that. I don't know if I'll be going to. The, I will go to the next level of management. I think I would just go directly to HR because. Yeah they already know each other. They work closely with each other.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not going to waste my breath.
0: Yeah. It depends. I agree with that. More than likely I would end up going to HR myself. But if you have a, cause there are instances where you might have a better relationship with your supervisor, supervisor, mm-hmm. as opposed to your immediate, you know, management. Um, and in that case, I probably would go to my, you know, supervisor, supervisor mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, to your point, that's, they have alliances. Mm-hmm. So it'd be two
1: people against you instead of one, Yeah, so. HR is definitely a go-to. So... We have talked about this before. You need to have a receipt book. Absolutely. Okay. When you are in situations like this, you need to make sure that you have a notebook. Do not put it on your work computer because they have access to your computer. Mm -hmm. It only takes one phone call to IT for them to go ahead and be able to get through the back end, to grab onto your emails, to grab onto your IMs, to grab onto everything to find out what you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you're going to say something electronically, do it on your personal devices. It could be on your cell phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can put it on a tablet. You can put it on your work. I mean, your uh, your personal computer mm-hmm. or a regular pen and paper will do the job. Yeah. You want to make sure that you have dates, times, people involved, witnesses. Mm-hmm. You want to have them listed down as well. What happened? Mm-hmm. The entire facts behind it, the whole history behind it, because you don't want to go to HR. But I just feel like I'm being attacked but you don't have any evidence to back it up. No one could truly go and do an investigation unless you do the work first. Don't leave it up to them. Leave it up to them to have the power to figure out whether or not you should be offended or not. Right. Come with your receipts, get yourself a receipt book, and then move on that way. You got to think smart, not hard.
0: Like Isha always said, facts,
1: not feelings. Exactly. Facts over feelings, baby.
0: Yes. All right, y'all. Well, those are some of the tips that we have for you right there. And before we get a little Casperish with y'all, let's hit this commercial break real quick. You want a pot in the morning, pot in the evening, just like us. You need a podcast platform that can satisfy you. Just like Buzzsprout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, we use Buzzsprout and it has made the transition into this podcasting game. Oh, so smooth. Look, podcasting isn't hard. When you have the right partners.
0: Exactly. And Buzzsprout is it. Just get yourself started with some gear that you already have, a quiet space, and get it done. So go to the show notes, click on the link, fulltimeblackwomen.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash to get hooked up.
1: Yeah, they will hook you up with a $20 Amazon gift card after you sign up for a paid plan. And yeah, it does support our show, but help us help you. Exactly, and
0: Buzzsprout will get you listed on every major podcast platform, all of them. Like, I mean,
1: Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Yeah. Not only that. It will make sure that your podcast website looks oh so professional at Chris and right. Your audio players that you can drop it to your website and you get detailed analytics. Look, I'm a nerd. I love math, Mm M-A-P-H. So it really does help to find out how people are listening and the tools to help promote your episodes.
0: Right. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout
1: just like us. Exactly. If you want to run your mouth. M-O-U-F. Yep. Go ahead and run it with Buzzsprout to get that $20 Amazon gift card. Will you click on the link? Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash. Let's get it. Why not? Because you want to party in the morning, party in the evening, just like us. <laughs> All
0: right. So, we back. We back. We <laughs> back. <laughs> so let's get hashtag casperish a little casperish with y'all have you ever experienced microaggressions Isha
1: so as I said before I didn't know what the hell a microaggression was but after I found out yes Mm. I have experienced microaggressions I feel like I experienced them more when I first start a new job yeah and then once they find out Not to mess with me, they kind of just slowly disappear, you know. They fade into the hedges. They they fade into the (laughs) hedges. But when I am the new employee, I I guess because you're already building your book of who you have to deal with, you know, when you're a new employee. So you're getting to know new personalities and, you know, you have to work with everybody because you have to go through training. So you're closer than normal. You would be with coworkers. Um, But Okay, so an example of a microaggression that I <laughs> experienced within the past year or so, uh-huh. I decided to go ahead and start a garden. Okay. And I wanted to just, you know, be able to grow something and feel as if I could do it because I've yeah. never done it before. Yeah. And I brought in some cucumbers. Now, for some reason, my cucumbers were coming Mondo yeah. cucumbers. They were humongous. Like, yeah. If I wanted to, I could slap somebody in the face with it. I remember seeing them.
0: (laughs) They they were huge. I mean, they were like
1: the size of your arm. Yes, yes. Um, And I brought some into the office because I was going to share them because that's what everyone else was doing. Who had gardens. You know, they were bringing um, fruit and vegetables in. And my manager came over to me and he said, wow, I saw those cucumbers that you brought in here. I mean, whoa, those things are big. We're going to have to keep you out in the fields. I'm sorry, what? He said, we're going to have to keep you out in the fields if you keep bringing big cucumbers like that.
0: I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> in, 20, what? in 2019, this white man, Southern white gentleman, oh geez. came and told me that they're going to have to keep me out in the fields. And at first I was like, <laughs> i was like, Wait, what? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. one of those days where you're just like... It's a shock. Did that happen? What yeah. do you mean by keep me out in the fields? Yeah. Is it because I'm a good gardener? I would hope so. I or- hope that's as far as the... Intellectual level went. Now, the relationship I have with him is good. Okay. We have never had any issues before. I mean, he talks out the side of his neck sometimes, but Uh I have checked him on those. Okay. And we haven't had any more issues about those. Wonderful. But this particular statement, I was just like, I didn't know how to feel until, Uh like I said, after the situation. I'm like, did he just call me a slave? I was like, does you want, do you want slavery back here? Is that what's going on? And <laughs> you're going to try to enslave me first for my cucumbers. Right. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I, you know what? That's, I really, yeah, that's a microaggression. I
1: feel Micro, like, macro it's something. A, it's an aggression. And after that, we never had any issues since then. Yeah. But I don't even think he realized it was an issue for I'm what sure. he said and who he said it to. I'm sure like he did Like he said, he didn't know his audience. He didn't
0: know his audience. Like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know his audience. It's some things that you have to take into consideration where you are having a conversation. And your audience is one of those things. Mm-hmm. That's, we learn that in yeah. uh, in school. Yeah. So when you are talking to a a black woman about being in the fields. The fields, not the garden. Not said, the garden. I think it's the
1: word fields, which yes. made me just that jump, was, like, what? That's a trigger. What? That's the trigger. Now he was, oh, we have to keep you out there in that garden.
0: That's a little like, different.
1: Oh, okay, but he said fields. Yeah, I now mean, he is a farmer, I, right? Okay, he, he comes from farming. He yeah. has been farming his life.
0: I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel we we giving him some we giving him some grace in that in in some of this. And I
1: think the only reason why is because. I have a good relationship with him and I've never had an issue with him before. And if I have, I did address it right Right. then and there. But this is one of those things that I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Feel? You cannot use the word feel, cotton, watermelon, chicken, or anything when it comes to black people. No, don't do it at all. What about you, Elise? Have you had any um, experiences with microaggressions?
0: Yeah. So my microaggression. there's been a few, but the one that I remember right now it had to do with hair. And um, I love to change my hair. I do. I, mm-hmm. I find joy in it. It brings out creativity. It's great. I love doing things to my hair. So I went to, uh, I had a point where I was like, I'm I'm going to have locks. I had them before. I'm going to have them again. Mm-hmm. So I decided to have locks, and it was, uh, it was time for a retwist. It was time to get touched up. And I didn't feel like doing it, and I didn't have time to get an appointment in, so I wore wigs. Mm-hmm. And my wig was it was it was lovely. It was big, it mm-hmm. was huge, it was curly, um, nice, just it round, was cute. Like not Shirley Temple, but they were just they were big wand yes. curls, I guess. And I loved it. And so I came into work, and everybody. All my white co co workers were like, "Oh, I love your hair, so pretty. It's so nice. Look Mm -hmm. at, Ooh, it's just so. I just want to touch it. No, don't do it. Don't do
1: it. (laughs) I'm glad they're voicing it now before they uh, actually go in for the dive. Yes, because they want to see your response. Yeah, they want to see your response. I just want to touch it. That's not asking, right? Can't touch it. No. Oh, like, that's a no face. Yeah, okay.
0: I, no, I'm just joking. Is it a red light, yellow light, green light? <laughs> Which one? Flash at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a miracle. I was able to schedule an appointment like the next day or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I I did a little extreme. I wore the wig maybe like three days and then, no, maybe like two days, and then I had my hair retwisted, and so I wore my hair back. And they were like, oh
1: <laughs> wow. What?
0: I just miss the curls so much. What happened? I just they were so fluffy and so
1: Oh, okay. So you're going to play up oh, that yeah. but yeah. at the same time you're being aggressive towards my current exactly. hairstyle by yeah. talking about how it was Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Ooh, this is a perfect example. Yeah,
0: so it's like um and then, and that's happened different times from me wearing my hair natural when it was all just uh, a wash and go curls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus when I came in with my hair straightened cause I needed a trim and I thought trimming it while it was straight was gonna, you know, do me do me mm-hmm. well. So I would come in with it straight and they're like, oh, wow, your hair is so pretty. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Just like go back to curls like, oh I like how it was curled. I like what? It was so Why funny. Didn't you just keep it that way. I didn't know that they- my hair was such <laughs> An area a, of concern, a community
1: project. It was a
0: community. Yeah, yes. we all
1: have an input of how you should look, and no that's idea. first of all how the world and society looks at women, anyways. Yes. We have an input of what how you should look and yeah. what you should wear and what you should do and how you should say it and everything else. And it's even more of a microscope on black women. Right. So, right. yeah,
0: yeah. So definitely, that was. So how did you handle it? Oh, I said, well, I wear my hair how I want to. It's work. I do what I want to do when I feel like it, and. Uh, I like my hair.
1: Mm, so that was a professional clapback? Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, yeah, I did. I, oh, my gosh! That yeah. a professional yeah. clapback! <laughs>
1: Go and loop. Go and loop. Hey, hey. professional clapback. Hey. 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 Mm. Professional clapback. Professional, professional clapback. Hey. yes.
0: I want all of you to know, microaggressions suck. Yes. <laughs> you you already know this. You know. It is exhausting. It is tiring. It is a drain on your mental and emotional life. Mm. Uh one tip we did not give is that you have every right not to engage. If somebody is coming up to you and you don't feel like you are in a mental space to even handle it, you don't have to engage. You don't have to engage at all. Just go about your business and handle your day. Put your headphones on if you're at your desk. You can be antisocial, and that is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But when you have these things happen, just know that there are steps that you can take to alleviate it. You can consult your I Am Crazy friend to make sure that you are on top of it. You can professionally clap back like we gave examples of. Align with your allies. That is always a beautiful thing. And document and disclose that is necessary because you have every reason to protect yourself and to protect your peace. And microaggressions are an attack on that peace.
1: Yeah, I feel like that was very well said. least Um microaggressions are Okay, so we know racism is just the the hammer, mm-hmm. you know, that is put on you just because of who you are. Yes. Microaggressions is a chisel. Mm. It's a slow old school chisel click yep. Hack, click. Yep. And it's chiseling at your soul. Yes. You know, at your well-being, at your mental, your emotional state. And it is usually more than likely in a professional environment mm-hmm. where these things are supposed to happen. And it your professional environment is full of people. So people are gonna bring everything the good and the bad and ugly with them, unless you decide that you want to go ahead and educate them. That's not what I do. Mm -hmm. It depends on my relationship with that person. I'm going to let me backtrack that. It depends on your relationship with that person. If you feel that your words will be heard and Mm -hmm. just not pushed to the side, Mm -hmm. then by all means, you could go ahead and educate that person. If you know this person is hostile and they're just somehow, some way just trying to pick, pick, pick at you. Yes. Know your audience. Mm -hmm know when your energy should be used and Mm -hmm. when your energy should be conserved right and if you need to as we said before build that receipt book and get yourself in a position that you are protected in your job and your livelihood is protected as well right so microaggressions they're ugly yeah they did a little teeny itty bitty little ugly creature that want to come pop up in your face every once in a while just Mm -hmm. to make you realize this is not a safe space dream right but if anything make sure you take care of yourself but be vigilant but not too hyper vigilant because you don't want to be paranoid there's a thin line between being vigilant and being paranoid in this situation and You don't, you still have work to do. Exactly. And as stats have shown, you have usually more work than your counterparts Mm -hmm. that you have to worry about on top of having to deal with microaggressions. So, if anything, just make sure that you are building boundaries Mm -hmm. and protect your peace. Just make sure you go ahead and protect your peace. And if you guys ever want to contact us about maybe you're dealing with microaggressions, even while working from home, or if you're back in the office, let us know. Send us an email at contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Or you could contact us on any of our social media um, platforms. Instagram at fulltimeblackwoman.com twitter at FT black woman. go ahead and join our full-time black woman conversations group on facebook and make sure you go ahead and like our page because we are trying to make sure that this community is first of all we already know this community is needed mm-hmm. but we definitely want to make sure that you are being taken care of your mental your emotional and everything else
0: yes absolutely absolutely so with that being said, thank you for listening. We appreciate you being here with us in our safe space. And uh, we are here for you full time from coffee to wine.
1: And play your power perfectly.
0: Great. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full time black woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time black women like yourself. Visit our website at FullTimeBlackWoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. Have something to add to today's topic? Join our Facebook group, Full Time Black Woman Conversations. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at FullTimeBlackWoman or on Twitter at FTBlackWoman.